I think I have cut it later than ever watching the episode before we do the review, Connor. I think this could be the, the ultimate latest I've ever done it. It, was, it wasn't too bad. It was it part three and four? It was just part four, but I finished it like 20 minutes before pickup time. Okay. Which is which was pretty pretty grim. Pretty grim. I suppose the difference between you and me is that I've never seen the episodes before. You have. Yeah. So I suppose even if you don't... I mean, as much as I think you should re-watch... Mm-hmm. Even if you don't, I like to give them a fair the a fair chat before I talk about them. I, I think I, again, I, I I think it's good that you do that. But it would it would be like me if I just was like, oh, I didn't see I didn't see part four. It would be like a yeah. bit disingenuous. Well, I've been honest. I have seen Robot a few times. Um, so when I watched it this time, I've had you're on your phone. You, a lot. No, 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 I wasn't on my phone because I uh, actually I'm not going to say that because I don't want to reveal my my thoughts on Robot. But I. Uh, you you love it when I say this. I had a very busy week this week, Connor. So quite often I was sort of like putting it on and then I was sort of watching like 10 minutes and I was like, I'll just do this quick, like an email or something like that. But also be paying attention. Only for parts three and four, it was like that. Like part four, I was like thumbnailing and getting the clip ready to go out whilst watching it just because I, I didn't have time. Can I be truthful about something? What? It's been on my... I've been meaning to say this for Oh a while. no, what have I done? No, it's not you, it's me. Oh no. This isn't working. Nah. <laughs> oh, you're going to cancel the pod. No, I, I, I did something a couple of months ago that I want to just fess up to. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, this is, by the way, and I hate, I hate, I generally hate this. This is a it, very it dramatic became, intro. It became too much. Like I, I generally just forgot to do it. Right. Um, there, I, I remember I always said with passion on this show that I have rewatched or slash watched episodes before i review them right there is one episode that we reviewed that i only watched half of i you lied to me i didn't watch two episodes of 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 it was a four it was a classic it was a four episodes and i only watched two and that wasn't it wasn't by it was by mistake it was it was the night of you might remember what episode it was because it was the um the night that we shot the robin was wrong my scene right it was on like the 60th trailer came out and i was up to like 3 a.m filming yep. that and I woke up the next day and it was like 20 minutes through picking me up and I still had two episodes to watch. What, what was it that? It was a uh, Patrick Troughton episode. Oh, the Ice Warriors. The Ice Warriors. You never finished the Ice Warriors. Did you Google it, the ending? No. So whenever I said something about what was happening in the Ice Warriors, you just uh, went, No, well, I, yes. watched, I watched half. Yeah, but it, we would have talked about the ending and you would have just gone, yeah, I love that stuff, man. You might go back now and watch... People might go back and watch that now and be like, you know, Connor's such a fucking liar. <laughs> I'd love it. But I'm sorry. I, I, I'd love it if, like, I rewatch it. Didn't want to hurt your feelings. And whenever I mention something about part five or six, you just look at the camera like... Oh, yeah, it was five and six. It okay, was six so, parts. So yeah. I've seen... I saw four parts. Will you ever watch them? I... Yes, because I really... I, I hate myself for that. Mm. I fucking hate myself I would myself hate myself for that. For that. I do. You though, need to go. You need to go to fucking horny jail. You need to go to um, horny jail for Doctor Who Church and like speak to Doctor Who no, priests I, and have them. I hate. I sins. completely hate being disingenuous. But this was also when Aiden was doing his film. Like you gotta understand. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be like, oh, let's do it the next day. Mm-hmm. Like it was do or die. And mm-hmm. I was up till three a.m. doing the reaction video that you all love so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, give me a break, everyone. I'm sorry, I'm human. This is the one time, I, on my mum's life, the one time I didn't re-watch something or mm-hmm. watch for the first time 
It was the Ice Warriors. I will eventually watch the last two parts and give you my updated thoughts. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, mate. <laughs> I thought it was shit. I don't know. I don't know what happened. A bit of excitement on that note of mm-hmm. that is that uh, my film is officially picture locked as of this yes, morning. Congratulations. It's, I yes. it was on Monday. Uh, no, well, I think I sent you a message on Tuesday saying I've picture locked. Yeah, I'm very, very, um, very happy for you. And then um, I, it was basically my last cut. And the then Aiden it, car. The Aiden car, and then it just went off for final approval for producers and stuff, and got like a couple of minor notes. So, uh, first thing this morning at like uh, eight AM, it got picture locked officially. So uh, that means it now goes off to sound for all the sound to get mixed and and the final composition to be done, and it goes to get color graded and things like that. Which which means it's a lot of me just sitting in on on cuts and giving well on what what would you on mixes i guess and and giving feedback on sound and so stuff pi- like that picture lock picture lock will mean the edit is done yeah no more cuts allowed no more cuts it- to and then you so you're 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 not this is your, your job isn't necessarily over you still have to do all this yeah that, that's the thing but the right. thing is it's like especially for me i edited this myself yeah for the so first time this was very hands-on for me and the hours and hours the most i've ever scrutinized over an edit and um, so, like, having that be done now is, like, so much more time. I have so much more free time. So, run sheets might return to the fucking podcast, Connor, was my That's point fine. for bringing that, this up. That, uh, can I ask you a question? Like, how did sure. you, um, how did, did you, um, when it came to editing the movie, did you, uh, um, did you take notes from previous cuts of your films or did you watch any YouTube videos? Did you talk, listen to any, like, editors how on, to like, edit? podcasts? Obviously, you know how to edit, but, like, like you know did you did you dive into research for how to well i've done do that, like general editing principles and stuff it, it was all stuff we covered at, at film school and stuff right and okay stuff that even you know, a little bit cringe but back in the vlogging days and stuff that was all yes. stuff that i applied onto that um but then even on my past films i did where i had editors part of the reason why i didn't bring on an editor for this one was because i just always found myself just wanting to go over the shoulders and start writing, which isn't fair on an editor for me to be mm. so, uh, you know, uh, kind of hands-on in that way. Um, and so it was just was it got to a point in the last film, and uh, editor was, was a cool guy, but it, it was just taking a long time. Um, and I just really got to a point where I was like, I could be doing this myself. And with me editing it myself, it meant that I could really experiment with different ways to cut scenes yeah. without... You know, when you've got an editor on board, it's their time and you don't want to send them down a rabbit hole that might not necessarily lead somewhere. So, like, we, we have uh, a lot of montages in this film and uh, particularly the final montage. Little, I, I did, a, I did yeah. a recut of it on Monday. And, um, wow. And that was, like, just an experimental cut for me just being like, oh, I want to trim it down a little bit. It's a little bit baggy at the end. And um, completely recut it, reshaped it. Montage is all over the place now. And um, it really was the best way to do that scene. So I don't think I would have done that had I had a different editor. I think I would have already long since locked it off and things like that. It's funny, like, editing's a thing that doesn't get brought up that much, but it's, like, so important. It's so strange. It, it's it like, really is so important. I noticed that I, it's, it's always obvious when editing is kind of bad. Yeah. Um, not always, but th- there's. it's quite often you'll be like, oh, how terribly edited was that scene at the start of the Star Beast or whatever, where the pacing's wrong. You, yeah, people that, associate yeah, pacing yeah. with editing quite a bit, which is totally fair and, and true. Um, but when you are actually... Like when I'm editing and going through a phase of editing for the film for a few weeks, and then I watch TV, I notice edits. Like I, I'm 
like actually actively observe and edit. But then when I go six months without editing a big project, I don't I don't notice editing in movies. It's so weird. When you're when you were sat down with the editors editing your other films, were they were they present with like a script? Uh, they would have uh, got a script early on. So when we were in pre production, they they got a script and but can they decide to maybe i guess a short film's not a great example but like say an episode or a movie are they are they able to like be like i think this scene might be better if it was here and then maybe there and they like- can offer things for sure right. they, they and and to be honest that that was another reason why i didn't necessarily go with an editor is because i did always feel like i wasn't necessarily getting that from the people that we were always mm. working with it really was just me sort of throwing ideas out there and they were just sort of being my minions building it right, for me like, and I, I didn't really like I that think, I think this scene should go this way and then they're given the interpretation of what you said yeah. to an edit yeah yeah. editing is diff- it difficult because it's like no one will ever have your style mm. no matter how hard you try and I understand you wanting to edit your own film because I don't think I could make I don't think I could have anyone else do it yeah. like personally Sorry. I could never edit like a feature film. I don't. I just think. Could you imagine? That would be such a big job. I think Chloe Zhao um, did that with Nomad. Is it Nomadland? Is that what it's called? Her um, Oscar uh, nom movie. The, the the girl who directed um, Eternals. Yeah, yeah. She edited it as well. Yeah, Nomadland. Yeah, which is a really with good movie. Francis McDormand. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Nomad? Yeah, it's Nomad. Yeah. But it's just it, Nomad. It one best picture. Yeah, yeah, but it's just Nomad, right? It's Nomad, It's yeah. just Nomad. Is it Nomad yeah. Land or is it Nomad? That's what I am. That's what I'm confused. Why I, do think, I... I think it's Nomad. I think it's just Nomad. Where do I have Nomad Land from? Maybe because that's what it's called. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've Anyways, never seen it. I've never seen it. This is a Doctor Who podcast. We're going to be talking about Robot very soon. Yes, Tom Baker's very Not Robot Sherwood. Not Robot. Robots, Robots of Death. Death. Yep. Not Robots, the, um, the 2000s movie. Fantas- Did you watch that as a kid? I have seen that and I not, not, not iRobot. No, with you, keep no. your hand keep your wife's name out my fucking mouth smith he's in it uh not wally or, or chappy uh not chappy or wally no no what are some other fun robots that have hit <laughs> you, our you screens can, in the last couple of years you can tell when there's not a lot of like news or anything we have a lot of padding at the start of our episodes which is fun yeah you, we we have fun eh? and we do, do you have a have favorite fun. doctor who robot Canine. It's got to be canine. Okay, other than canine, canine's the obvious answer. Uh, Maybe robot villain is the good question. Robot villain. What's your your favorite robot villain? <laughs> Cybermen. Nah. I don't know. Uh, uh, favorite robot villain. I always thought it was funny. Uh, not not that I'm a fan of the show, but I know you've watched a few episodes. I thought it was really iconic that they got the two blokes who were in um, Peep Show. Oh, in Dinosaurs in a Spaceship. Yeah, they got yeah, the yeah, two yeah. actors who always work together. Yeah. David Mitchell and and the, I, I don't know the other guy. I've never watched. Yeah. Peep show. I know you have. Funny but. duo. They're, they're a bunch of funny guys. Did you finish that show? Uh, I did. And the last few seasons definitely kind of uh, dragged, just because it's nine seasons of very similar humor. I just don't. How did you watch? You it's got, like if remember, the, remember he made fun of me from watching Futurama, but yeah, you but watched nine seasons. Nine of seasons of six episodes. And okay. I, yeah, and I did watch them bad. over like a year. It wasn't like a binge watch thing. Also, was it BBC? Uh, I think it was Channel, Channel 4, 4. Yeah, I think. You, with peace and love. You normally, with a British show that's been on for nine years, you normally know you're in for a, at least a bit of good yeah. TV. Yeah, Sorry. It is. It is fun. It's almost... No offense to British, uh, to American sitcoms that, you know, go on for like 13 yeah. seasons. It's normally a piece of shit. 
it's definitely like um it's not like as good as in betweeners or anything but it's sort of similar humor some stuff that hasn't aged the best but uh, it's yeah good good i respect in betweeners for always just doing free seasons like they really yeah they really knew that they they literally left in like their prime that's the thing with with peep show it's sort of like it is really good sort of the whole way through it is really funny but imagine if the Inbetweeners did nine seasons. It would become yeah, it would. so much less special. Yeah. Like the idea of doing a rewatch of the Inbetweeners would be like, oh my God, I need to put aside two years to watch this shit. But that's like, you know, like the US office, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know if you know on the show, the, the UK office is like probably my favorite sitcom of all time. I've right. watched it about 20 times. I do know this. Uh, but like, you know, even even Steve Carell had to leave the US office because it was just going on. Like, they did two seasons without Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Like, Is that enough? It, but like, that's the thing. It's like this network, this these blood-sucking fucking producers are like, yeah. the IP is so good that people will still tune in mm-hmm. even without Steve Carell. We'll do two seasons without it. Yeah. It's like, isn't that lame? Mm. Like, it's like med school. Season nine of Scrubs? Of Scrubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's such a network... Thing yeah. where it's like, oh, keep keep going, like, don't worry, people will tune in. Like, to be fair, ABC had, had just bought Scrubs and saved it from cancellation on the NBC. So, yeah, I, Yahoo not... did that. Yahoo did that with Community. They <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> did you ever finish Community? Nah, Neither. I couldn't get through season I couldn't, six. I couldn't get through it. I think even season five, I'd like barely yeah, watch I the episodes. Out. I think I like I would put it out. on and my eyes would roll to the back of my head as I watched yeah, it. I, I hate I wish there are shows that I would like I had it with Always Sunny in mm. Philadelphia. I watched three seasons and all I ever hear is how great it is. I just could not get into it. <laughs> Hold on. What? We're saying this shit. Meanwhile this is a fucking Doctor Who podcast. A show that is going into its fortieth series, I think, with season one. Thirty nine, I think. No, I think it's forty. I had this conversation with Adam the other day. Yeah, it's, it's either twenty six in classic Who, thirteen with Flux. So that's thirty nine. So season one is season season forty. That's a good thing to bring up. Do you think they'll do a big thing? I was talking to Adam about this in the DMs. Oh. Do you think that they would do like for season fifty? Do you think there'd be a big thing? That'll no, be- no, no one, no one gives a fuck. Every I now do. and then, it's like I on, care. on TikTok. I posted a TikTok ages ago about the whole um. The, the restart of the numbering, right? How we're like, did mm. Doctor Who die in 2023 or 2022? <laughs> yeah, that was my risky joke where I'm like, some people say it died. With- Chris Chimnall. Yeah. Um, you got to stop taking away, say literally, yeah, the other one, please. People are still commenting on that fucking video really? being like, um, Doctor, it's actually season 40. And I'm like, what are you on, mate? Some fucking guy the other day commented on YouTube and he was like, do you even understand Russell's writing? Do you even like it? And it's like, yeah, I do. Like, I, I don't know what you're trying to say. It's like, do you even get it? It's mm. like, first of all, okay, sorry. I've been watching him since 2006. Mm. Okay, I think I can have an opinion mm. about Russell's writing. It's like, and do I get it? Yeah, I get it. Okay, <laughs> I do get it. And I literally replied, I watched the Starbeast 10 times. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, maybe I didn't love it, but like, mm. I still support it. I watched it 10 times. Like, do you even get it? No, do you even get it, you idiot? I'm sick of these fuckheads on our comment section. I get so angry. I, I have to reply to them sometimes. It's like I love like who doing, are you to say that to me? I love silly replies to people though. Ugh. Remember that guy that was just like get a pop filter, full stop. And I'm sorry, who are you? I don't know if it was me or you, but we replied just yeah. No. We both replied like no, <laughs> just like, no. Who are you? Stop. It's always like your your videos do great. Like they always do great, and they. It, it upsets me when people 
say shit about Aiden. Mm. You know, like, they're like, get a day job. It's like, do you really think that Aiden just does this? I just sit we here every day, We have a thousand subscribers. How is this a steady income? We made like five cents per video. Do you really think he's living off this? Like, you're an idiot. Yeah. You're a moron. Like, mm. do you really think that? Like, mm. I hate it. Do you really think we can afford a pop filter? <laughs> <laughs> Remember he thought you were American Some guy thought you were American It's like In oh. your parents basement In America It's like Are you fucking insane That was my Do we sound American Oh that was my favourite thing I think he He called me wow. a, a, a man in a stupid hat Yeah In a stupid um, hat in, in, Don't insult my Living in my, my parents co-host. basement Yeah In America And then I think I replied saying uh, At least I know the difference Between Um at least know the difference between America and Australia, you silly Welsh man. Because you, his, you, you his username... him hard. Everyone, everyone was liking your comment and no one was liking <laughs> his. It was just like... I think even in that video, I said I'm Australian as well. That's the thing. So... That's what bugs me when, when people like... Look, fair enough. You can criticize what you like. But it's like in the, if, if in the video there is like a definitive answer to what you're commenting. Like one time... Was it the... It was like the new Doctor Who theme. We did a clip on it and they were like... Why post a video if you don't even show the new theme? And, oh, and shoot! I, and, I and I literally said, like, it clearly states at the beginning of this video mm. that we filmed it on the something or something before. Mm. Literally, and I said before the theme had even come out. So it's like yeah. that's why I was at the beginning of the clips. So I always put what date we filmed it. Not everyone fucking watch like looks at it, <laughs> but it's like to show the like we had that Millie Gibson clip come out. I. Again, I think it's important to put the date we filmed it because, like, obviously, new information has come out. Mm. You know, it's like it's important, I think, to people to be like, "Look when it was filmed." Like, yeah. don't ignore that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've all been told, is what we're saying. It does bug me. I mean, you know, we're we're humans. Like, we get we get really nice DM. I got a really nice DM yesterday. Well, we both did. I guess I. Oh, the one you showed me. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you know, it, people are very sweet. But also, it, it can really it can really piss me off. No, I love it. I love the drama. Do you ever get angry about it though? Like, I don't. Weirdly, I don't with uh, this podcast. I, I do with like on my own like personal film YouTube channel. Some comments on that can like I like reply and then like delete the reply because yeah. it's like some comments on that can like jab me the, the wrong way. I your, did a your James Bond video. They got a lot of fucking. Oh yeah, no, the big one um, about three or four months ago. I did a, a review of Good Omens season two. And mm. I literally said that. That did really well, though, didn't it? It did. It's by far the best video I've ever done, yeah. um, view-wise. Um, and, and and I did a bunch of shorts from cut down from that video as well. And they all did that like, really, really well as well. And the comments in that like are still like going. Like, every day, they're going. Um, and it's just like, sometimes I see them and like people like just say shit. Like, I think someone was like, you just don't understand. Um, I was more personal than that. But people like word things in such a personal mm. attack way and i'm like mm. at the end of the day it's just my opinion buddy it's yeah. just my opinion it, it i'm not trying to say we're doing god's work i mean we are no. but it's like you know it it takes it does take courage i suppose to have your opinion put on the internet mm. it's very easy for i think people to be like oh well you know i have a different opinion to you but i i won't i won't film a video and show my face and give mm. that opinion i'll just type it it's like okay well at least i had the fucking nuts to quote the bbc mm. like this is a very long intro we should uh get into the, the podcast perhaps that is 
probably great, yeah. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 50Doctor. On TikTok at 50Doctor Who. Subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a five stars if you love this little bit of riffraff that we do here and there. Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, well, I guess we play the theme. Yeah. 50, 50, 50, 50. You're going for a piss. Oh my god. 50% pop 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 cat cat cat. Connor has gone to urinate since the break. Here's the thing. The whole 50% side of the podcast, I understand it shouldn't work, right? And it and you know what, view wise probably doesn't work. But uh, I think uh, y- y'all have been here for long enough. You've been riding the wave with us. A lot of you are here because you enjoy our opinions on things outside of Doctor Who as well and that's what I love doing with this pod, talking about a little bit of life, a little bit about other movies and TVs, that kind of thing. And, you know, other people, uh, I'm not going to say who this is, there's a, there's a big creator out there in the Who community who once put out a tweet that felt uh, very much like they'd just watched one of our podcasts, podcasts and they'd said, like, you know, people that title, uh, for example, uh, Robot Review, but then they spent half the time not talking about robot. Like, what kind of a podcast is that? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, fair enough. If that's the type of, you know, uh, YouTube channel podcast that you want to make and that you like watching, fair enough, because there are people that like that kind of thing. But for me, when I listen to review podcasts and things like that, I usually get into that podcast because of the review. I, I'm like, oh, I like Doctor Who at the moment. I should look up for a Doctor Who podcast. And, you know, there's a podcast there with like 20 Doctor Who reviews. Awesome. And I'll start watching them. And throughout the course of those reviews, you start to vibe with these people. And then it's like any podcast that I've been listening to for more than a year, I much more enjoy the riffraff they talk about over mm. the actual topic that originally brought me onto the podcast that I'm listening to. No, you're so right. Uh, um uh, Adam sent me a similar text through the Christmas break about how I can't remember what episode it was, but it was an episode that came out during the time your time in Japan, right? And yeah, he just said like, yeah, the episodes where we just riffraff are funny. People like the riffraff, but raff. I think I think also people have been you know tuning in since like October, and that was a big time for like Doctor Who as a show. I think yeah. we, we had a lot of news. I think it's I think it's times like these where you know we can get a little bit slack and talk about other shit when yeah. it comes to like i think you know there was a reason why segments like you know what we watched is that didn't happen during like yeah reviews of wildly yonder or something we- obviously because there's actually <laughs> the podcast is doctor who and there's an actual doctor who episode that came out that we want to talk about we're you know? very intentional with that in terms of we know the episodes and the topics and the reviews where we actually need to spend most of the time talking about that uh, one because we want to on, on things like new episodes course, we can talk yeah. about that for an hour but also you know, new audiences, like we said, they gravitate towards something because they want to hear about Doctor Who. And then it's only once they're familiar with you, maybe listen to like a couple months worth of your podcast, that they start to sort of be like, oh, I'm actually more interested in the people that are talking over necessarily the topics, which is not everyone, but that's how I am with listening to podcasts. So that's the podcast that I want to make. I think it it, it struck, struck me when it, I finally finished the last episode of H3 Podcasts last year. Oh, God. Cringe. It had been two years. This is the third year. Two years. I've not missed a single episode. And I'm a member, so I get the extra episode per week. That is five episodes a week Mm. for two years. That is... 
They're like three hours long every day, three and a half, four hours. I'd love to know like if- Insane. Like how, how, how have I listened to that much content? Like how do I, I've not missed a single, not, not one in my mom's life, not one episode in two years. I would love to know who has listened to every single one of our podcasts. There's uh, a few people. I know a few will have, but yeah, if you have, comment down below if you have. I'd yeah, love to be, hear. Like, what, what do you have? Like, what have you learned? 50% legend. What have you learned in that, like, three and a half plus years? Like, what, are we terrible people? Like, what have you figured out by listening to us weekly? Or maybe you went back and binged them at one point? I think... Tell us about ourselves. I think, um... I don't think you're a terrible person. I think you're a great person. No, that was just a... I'm okay. just saying. I'm just saying. I hope you don't think that way about yourself. I'm a terrible person. I don't think that... Shall we talk about a robot? I think we should talk about something Doctor Who. We should talk about something Doctor Tom Who. Tom Baker's first ever story. That's right. Robot is the first serial of the 12th season in the British science fiction television series Doctor Who, which was first broadcast in four weekly parts on BBC One from the 28th of December 1974 to the 18th of January 1975. It was the first full serial to feature Tom Baker as the fourth Doctor, as well as Ian Marta, as the new companion, Harry Sullivan. Correct. The serial brought a full end to the Pertwee era as it was the final story with the production team of Barry Letts and script editor Terence Dix. So I, That's th- a big deal. Yeah. I know Terrence that's Dix. like showrunners. So Planet of you know the Spiders I mean. was their last. Um, no, I think they're saying this serial. Oh. Th- this serial. This was it. Yeah. And then from here on onwards, it was... Yeah. Wow. Okay. It was also the final regular appearance of Unit, who had become regulars, starting with the first John Pertwee serial. Um, obviously, Elizabeth Sladen's in it as well. I'm not sure if we covered that earlier. Uh, Sarah Jane Smith. That's a good question to ask you, actually, if you don't hit mind, me. if I hit you with this. Um, so, obviously, we know we've spoken about those heaps. Um, John Pertwee's era was very unit-focused, only mm-hmm. on Earth, mostly. Yep. So, this was the start of, you know, obviously, this is set at unit, mm-hmm. uh, but now with Tom Baker. So, was this the start of, like, how often do UNIT show up after this? Not much. This is definitely a new vision going forward from this point. Seems it. Um, okay. They don't appear in the rest of the season. They appear in, I believe, I've not seen season 13, but as far as I'm aware, they appear in the first story, which is Terror of the Zygons. And that sort of does act as, like, a bit of a swan song for them. I don't know if intentionally or not, but, like, it was the last a time a swan song for, for unit it, it okay. is sort of i'm pretty sure that is the last appearance of unit until the five, five doctors, doctors when the brig comes back even then even then it's not a unit story i think there's like a couple of soldiers at the well, start Yates, or something. Yates, isn't it yates and benson shot benton i think benson shows up maybe One maybe yeah but, but even then it's yeah. not like a unit story it's it's more of like a brigadier goes around does That's stuff interesting okay and then it's not until I think is it Battlefield the next time we see them? I what, think it might be Battlefield. Yeah. Shut up. That's no what way. I mean. Like this Seriously? is. Seriously. I mean, I'm probably this, wrong. This is the third last. Yeah. Seriously. I'm. I'm. There's a big chance I could be wrong. Wow. Maybe units in it without the brig. Well, we've seen point. Battlefield. But I, I do think Terror of the Zygons is definitely like the last one in a long time to have a unit in it. And that's Tom Baker. Yeah, it's his second season. His first episode of his second season. Okay. Mm. I noticed in this season, which is... I always forget. Season 12. 12. Mm-hmm. This has Genesis of the Daleks. That's a big yes. story in it. Yeah. That is like notoriously a classic. So, um, very quickly before we get into our thoughts on Robot. Uh-huh. Season 12 is five stories. Um, yep. And there is starting... 
with the next serial, there is like a small thread that connects a couple of the, the stories. I don't even want to call it a plot point. Is but this the season that has the small threads? Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I want to watch. So next time, next month, when we do our classic review of the month, it will be Ark in Space. We're going to go through this over the next five months. Okay, I don't, I don't want to know what the thread is, but has there been a connection in this episode? No, no, no. Okay. All I'll say is, in season 12, you never see the TARDIS interior. That's your hint. It's really not an interesting story beat or anything. It's like the tiniest thing that links from I noticed to that serial. in the episode, but I just thought that's just classic Who, like not having a backdrop or a... I don't mean with the TARDIS. Like, I don't mean... But you never see the interior. Like, there's never yeah. studio scenes inside the t- interior. But I mean. Pertwee, did Pertwee even have much of an interior? Because his TARDIS wasn't working for a while. <laughs> um, but no, he does have a TARDIS. They still go in it from time to time. Quite often you can see, like, the fabric and it's... They don't have, like, an actual built set with roundels. It's just, like, a fabric with roundels on it. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't in this season. Okay. And that, I guess, it comes back to a plot or a... It's so minor. It's such a minor. Like, don't get excited about this whole connected story. I kind of am. I kind of am excited. Okay. Well, um, we'll see. Well, I'm very excited to see Genesis when we get there. That's, yeah, that's later well, on. I was going to ask you about that. Okay. So, all right. Well, I'm keen for the And, and this the is plot. our TARDIS team for the full season. We got the Doc... Yeah. Ian and Sarah Jane Smith. Ian, Harry. Sorry, I keep calling... It's Ian Martner plays Harry. And I was listening to the Big Blue Box podcast last week and they were reviewing Revenge of the Cybermen, which is the last story in the season. And they were saying how um, Harry is almost like a, another version of Ian from, you know, Hartnell's years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's why I might... I'm probably going to do that again at some point because I've been doing Chesterson. it all week. Ian Chesterton, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so friends of the show, by the way, Madman. No, uh, Big Blue Box. Sorry. Oh yeah, I've been talking about Geeks Handbag yep. on Twitter every now and then. Um, yes. Okay. So. Uh huh. Let's get into it, shall we? Shall we do a bit of reviewing? Sure. Chit chat. Sure. Four parts. Yep. Should I shake it up? Let's shake it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say what I thought. Sure. Please go ahead. Go ahead. Um, purely because there's more anticipation of what you think. I think. Sure. I've, Seen it before. I like Robot. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of like your uh, probably on the same level as Christmas Invasion, where it's not like the best intro Doctor intro story of all time, but like it's it's good fun. I think Tom. Oh, sorry, it's very windy, so there's a lot of banging going on outside. I think Tom instantly hits the ground running. Absolutely. I think this is this season. I've not seen season thirteen. I think this season is my favorite Tom Baker performance as a season. Um, which is just like he, he just it doesn't have the moodiness that comes once um, Elizabeth Sladen leaves. <laughs> um, okay, uh, it, just quickly, do you think that was a Tom Baker thing or a change in character for the Doctor? I think it's a. I think it sort of started as a Tom Baker thing, and then they started. he got so mad in the end, didn't he? That's the thing. He yeah. just he was a big sookie boy. You never know the fucking answer when it's important. <laughs> I finally showed you that clip, by the way. Yeah. I finally sent that. Yeah. Um, but it probably was a bit of writing as well. I don't know. This is purely me speculating. I'm sure there's a thousand documentaries. He stayed on way too long. The rise and fall of Tom Baker. Do you think he stayed on too long? Well, from what I've heard, his last seasons aren't that great. And I've seen season 17 and 18. Like writing or just him? Uh, writing. Um, I don't like season 18. Like I genuinely, I think the only story that I like is Logopolis, which is his final story. Um, and season 17, I think, starts 
great. Destiny of the Daleks, it's fun, nothing crazy. Um, but City of Death, we've reviewed that. We can talk about it all we want. Great like, episode. I think it's incredible. That's my favorite classic Who story. Great I'm reading, episode. almost finished reading the Target novel. Actually, I was reading it last night. Lovely. Mm. Do, do you think that? Do you think that Tom got so popular that that they almost didn't want to get rid of him? That the reins for the show would go down if he left. Oh, I, I bet that was a thought for sure. They just um, keep paying him more each season. Like, Tom, if you come up for another season, we'll pay you this much more. I don't know how much money was in Doctor Who in the late, Probably late a lot. 70s. Oh, I bet. Like, Why else would he stay mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. He it's did a, seven seasons? He's an actor and it's a job. Yes, he did seven That's seasons. All right. Lastly, before you say your opinion, mm-hmm. I think Sarah Jane Smith is incredible in this story. She has so much to do. And Wickedly talented. Gets so, it, it's amazing. <laughs> I think Harry does fuck all. <laughs> and yeah. he's just that. You wouldn't even think that he's a companion in this story. And then at the end, he just wanders into the TARDIS. But tell me what you think of Robot Connor. Um, I, yeah, I liked it. I, I think it's, I think it's incredibly interesting to see Tom's first story. Mm-hmm. Tom is, I know we've had a little bit of debate about this, like who's the most famous doctor. You know, I know you say DT. I personally think that, Tom Baker is the most sure. famous doctor. Tomato, Just tomato. The the look alone is, I think, the most I'd iconic. I'd agree. He's got the most iconic look. It's the most iconic look, which we get to see in the episode in a fantastic scene, I think, mm. where he is chained on different outfits. Um, the scene when he finally comes out wearing the, the look, like the iconic look, mm-hmm. is truly a special moment, I think, in the show. And it has the little, like, sting of the theme in there. It's like, doo-doo-doo. They got it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think what's interesting watching this episode is like it. Classic Who is not like New Who in the sense that like the Doctor Change is not necessarily like an emotional thing. Like no, the, the Brig no. is literally the Brig is just like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, and just moves on. Another like, one. Yeah, exactly. It's like another one. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like oh, this is just like regular. It's like it's kind of weird. Like I, I almost wish they had like it's like oh maybe I had like a bit of a relationship with um I'm not saying sexual mm. I'm just saying like a friendship fan with, fiction with maybe. Brigadier John Pertwee yeah I'm just saying like that's maybe, out there maybe he had like a a, a good friendship with John Pertwee's doctor and mm. is gonna miss him for being who he is and now you yeah. know John Pertwee's doctor and Tom Baker are as I think they should be incredibly different mm. and like I don't think we ever got that scene I guess I just didn't really write it that way where it was like Oh, he's gone now. I might, I might miss the previous incarnation. <laughs> he's literally just like, well, here we go again. It's even, like, okay, like even Sarah Jane, is, it's like, oh, the doc's gone to the doctors because he's regenerated. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I've been wanting to go to that think tank place around the corner. I yeah. might head over there. Is I that might okay? go there. Yeah, because I'm a journalist and that's um, what I do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you know, it's so funny. Like we have episodes like Deep Breath and uh, Christmas Invasion. You know, mm. where we have our companions dealing with a crisis of their friend slash lover depending on where you look at it clara being different i'm not your girlfriend your boyfriend oh that one i never thought you were (laughs) i never said it was your mistake i love that okay it doesn't matter get back (laughs) i'm not going to be funny i have used that line oh god in my life once what I'm not your girl. I'm, no, uh, I'm not. Insert name here. I'm not your boyfriend. And then she says, I never thought you were. And I said, I never said it was your mistake. God, this is like when Connor was trying to tune my girlfriend in high school. and, I, and it, wasn't, it wasn't high school. It was middle, middle school. Middle school. And he called her the only mystery worth solving. Okay. This is an incredibly embarrassing thing that gets brought up all the time. It was middle school. Okay. I okay. love you guys. I'm so happy for you both. Get back to robot. There is no... 
Bad blood. We gotta do the, the Aiden Green, the fifty percent boxing match. Yes, yeah. I love Aiden and I love Nicole, and I'm so glad they're together. Fuck you, mate. Okay, robot. Cringe. Yeah, that is cringe. I don't think I'm a fucking loser. Um, that's not new. Blah. Uh, yeah, I just I think it strikes me odd that no one really gives a fuck that he just changed. But it's like you know, I suppose like you know, you know, Trout just regenerated. Um, Pertwee falls out the TARDIS. Autons are attacking. The Briggs like there, you know, like. But this they have Briggs' relation, first rodeo. You but know? they have. I know it's not Briggs' first rodeo, but it's like. How so the Brig the Brig met Troughton. Yeah. So the the Brigadier was in like black and white TV. Yeah. Insane. Okay. I guess it's not his first rodeo, but but you know you've you've led me this narrative that. For Pertwee's era, mostly, it's just, like, a, a stay-at-unit kind yeah. of thing. Like, yeah. don't you think that him Brothers. as a character would be like, hey, I 100%. kind of miss this guy who just... It's such... It's yeah. it's literally just like, oh, here we go again. It's like, okay, I, I get that it's still the Doctor, but also it's, like, a completely different personality. Like, you mm. can't say that Peter Capaldi and fucking Sylvester McCoy are the same person they're not they're I, the same character but they're not the same person i i think and and people like it for different things i know a lot of people that don't like when new who gets emotional and that's that's fair enough people have different they're not tastes i know for, for me that's what i love about who that's what i love about it whenever right. it wears its heart in its sleeve is that's why i love the show yeah but I, I know some people that weren't keen on like shooty crying in in um church on ruby road like people just don't love that more vulnerable doc a lot of people mainly people that grew up in the classic years prefer a more reserved doc that is more alien and not not uh, connected with human emotions. Okay, yeah. Which is fair enough. Um, and, I, and I do think it does genuinely come down to a lot of classic Doctor Who I think was written by just slightly less... Oh, people are going to yell at me for this. Slightly less emotional writers than New Who. Like the idea of change... No, that, that's so true. <laughs> the idea of change to, you know, Russell, Moffat, Chibnall... That's like a big emotional thing to these guys, and they make sure that that's part of their regeneration stories. Yeah, and and clearly that's just not a a bit of emotion that these writers necessarily gravitate towards, which is fine. It's just clear, you know, you do have emotional beats in classic Doctor Who. I'm not saying that. I've said that plenty of times. Joe Grant's ending, I think, is is such a beautiful. Adric. Adric, of course, and like. What's his the girl? Adric. <laughs> Adric. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. Like, like those emotional moments are there, but I, I think as a whole, classic Doctor Who is a less emotional Totes. series than New Who is, and that's just I think a fact to be honest. No, nah, I, th- I think you're right. It is the classic, like you know, you know, pull your socks up kind of writer. Like, mm. move on. Yeah. Get on with it. It's mm. like okay, but don't get me wrong. I really enjoy the episode, and I think I think it's it, it was quite heartwarming for me to watch. I'm very excited to watch a regeneration episode and a first Doctor episode because I think it's such an iconic part of the show. <laughs> Whether they're good stories or not, I did enjoy the story. I, I don't love it. Uh, I think it's quite silly, but it's like, you know, I do... I thought the idea of seeing Tom Baker's first episode was, was really cool. Like, I really I think liked that aspect of it. The plot was silly, and I think the VFX definitely are a little bit bland. One in part four? In or? part four, Yeah. But I like I enjoyed the tone of this. I enjoy how silliness it is for it being a first story for Tom Baker, who, in his beginning and to be honest, up until like season seventeen, is still a very silly doctor. So I, I do think it was like a good one to just sell his vibe. We're not going too dark or anything, but let's just let 
Tom Baker run amok with the unit for an episode and just have a bit of fun. No, you're, you're, you're hey, you're hitting it on the head. I think, um, yeah, it's funny. Like, obviously, I'm not. Obviously, I haven't seen, nor will I say I'm an expert on like classic who. But it's like, yeah, you know, Tom Baker was obviously incredibly different to John Pertwee or mm-hmm. Pertwee. Uh, <laughs> classic joke. Whatever um, Pertwee you say it. Whether Pertwee you say it, you know. But I, I, I think that, yeah, you know, you said before in your intro, like do i think tom absolutely kills it yeah like he really is like you you understand why people say like he's their favorite yeah and i think maybe apart from like it's hard for me to watch tom because i like you know it's like it's almost like it's almost like maybe maybe how people would feel now like watching doctor and being like Everyone says David Tennant's their favorite doctor, and they're like maybe watching David Tennant being like he's great, but I don't really get the like he's great, but I don't really get why people love him so much. Mm. I've had that with Tom. You don't have that sex appeal. The sex appeal of Tom, yeah, yeah who fair. notoriously had sex with someone in the Tom Baker costume, the Doctor's costume. Did he actually? He did. Yeah, he had sex with a fan in a in a in a Doctor Who scarf and costume in the hat and all that. Yeah, he said that he's a he's a crazy guy. We love him. He that, turned ninety on God Monday, by damn. the way. Love that, that guy. That was me. Um, if that was you, it was probably Ian Levine. It was probably Ian Levine. Like, <laughs> hello, Tom. Do you have the missing episodes, Tom? Please. <laughs> Me, Messinade. Why aren't Let's the collection on the sets podcast? Out and yet. you're like, no. <laughs> 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 no, but Tom is like whack. And I, but I think this is the first episode. Where I'm like, look. Obviously, I always respect and love Tom as a doctor, but it's like, it's hard to like. It's like I've never seen The Godfather, for example. You, you have never? I've never seen it. Interesting. Watching The Godfather for the first time, how can I not watch that movie without having everyone's... It's like you trying to watch The Sopranos. It was it was literally like the first time I watched Spider-Man because I notoriously... The, uh, the Sam Raimi, the yes. The very first Sam exactly. Raimi Spider-Man until I was... I think it was in year 12 was when I watched it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was fine. I didn't have that nostalgia for it and stuff. Exactly. And like, you know, you can really appreciate something and I do appreciate... Tom is not my favorite classic doctor. <laughs> Um, but I, I can appreciate how great he is. And I can also appreciate how people love him for who he is. It's very similar to me with Jody. Jody's not my favorite new who doctor, but I can love and respect the fact that people yeah. have that connection. I, I think it's, and I think it's fine. I think it's something that we should respect that we have a show where there are this many doctors like yeah. that. We can just say, Hey, personally, not my favorite. I still love them, but like, they're not my favorite. And I guess that's with Tom, but he's still so amazing. And, and Elizabeth Sladen, who it's no wonder why so many people loved her because yeah. she is an absolute fucking delight. Incredible. She's beautiful. She? We we love Liz. Like she's just she's so fucking great. Obviously like, an incredible performance from Sladen, but oh, I also her. think she's uh, I, I want to I don't want to say a rare classic companion, but she's one of the Mm, better written classic companions let's say like absolutely she's one that they really do take her seriously and they really do care about making her be an important part of the story and having an important role in each story you know you have characters like mel who get sidelined in their stories and the woman who screams in the corner from getting attacked by they are the damsel in distress yeah the week the the villain of the week you know which quite often is just the role of the companion in general never mind the the sex of them but i think and, and even at the end of robot she almost is the damsel in distress in a way but 
I think she has enough to do throughout the rest of the story. And even when she's the damsel in distress, she's there talking to the robot and sympathizing with the robot. It's a big character beat when she's in that position. Like, I, I think they really do care and put a lot of integrity into her as a character. And I think that's great. No, you're so right. Like, that I was thinking this, like, and who, who am I as a man to say this? But it's like, you know, I think she generally is like a really well-written female character. Mm. Like, she is a journalist first and she is going to investigate she's yeah. been doing it the whole episode and yeah you're right like she has an emotional beat with the robot yeah it's lovely and it's lovely yeah it, it, it and it works and she is a character first i think and probably like dotty had a good street like going from joe grant to sarah jane like these are two of the most iconic oh yeah and Harry comes in that fucking, fucking Harry. wet towel. You, can I get completely honest with you? Yeah, talk to me about Harry. I don't know if I was like sleeping or passed out, but I, I it wasn't until like the last scene where they ride uh, Bessie yeah. and Harry's in there and Tom goes, thank you. Oh, the doctor goes, let's go, Harry. I was like, Harry, Aiden mentioned another companion. Harry, that must be him. Where did he come from? I don't... He was off doing another thing. Was he part unit? Yeah, he's the unit doctor, I think. Oh my god, I had no idea who he. What a unfor- he gets, What a forgettable. He gets a few scenes in part one, and then part two and three is just like notice. fucking on holiday, and then part four he, he rocks up and drives Bessie. I had no idea. Like I literally saw her and I was like, "Who are you? Like, what's the?" Hmm. I the best. The best thing he did in this story was his TARDIS entry when he. Oh my. Yeah, that was funny. I, I liked it when he's like, obviously, Doctor, a police telephone box will not get you around from A to B. Well, and the Doctor's like, won't it? Well, maybe you should go and you want a jelly baby. <laughs> I think that was really funny. Yeah. Harry Sullivan, mm-hmm. who's in one season. Yeah, his last story, I believe, is Terror of the Zygon. So the first. I've story never of heard season. anyone mention Harry. People don't mention Harry. It sucks. Where was Harry yeah. in Tales of the Artist? He's in, I remember, I think he's passed away. He and Marta. Oh, fuck. Okay. That explains um, a few things. It does. I think, yeah, no, he was in a John Pertwee story, Carnival of Monsters, playing a different character. Right. It's the classic, like, reusing an actor. Right. Uh, which is, yeah, cool. All right, tell me, what do you think? So, so the plot of Robot, right? Mm-hmm. We've basically got... The road plot. It's pretty thin, right? It's like socialists in a way i think they're meant to sort of be socialists stealing a nuke well uh, no stealing getting the robot to steal the nuke codes so that they can nuke places mm-hmm. right because they want they want that war because they're all progressive and, mm-hmm. and all that um it's pretty thin i don't think it needs to be more than it is but there is times where i'm like oh we're still we're still doing this you know we're, we're still in think tank doing this whole thing because this company think tank have created this robot which is the iconic robot the (laughs) robot yeah the robot of all the robots uh and yeah so and and the people at think tank are connected to this there might not be socialist but this socialist vibe of a community and Mm. uh they want to blow up the bloody world mate they even mentioned uh, flat earthers in this episode. Yeah, yeah. In this uh, serial, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. 
Yeah, I suppose they're like the anti-vaxxers of these days. You yeah. Know, like the... the you know, An- what's the, the word I'm looking for? Anti... Um, like, not anti-capitalism, but like an- anti- anti-the institution. Like the anti... Communists? I don't fucking know, man. I'm not... I, I'm not really, yeah. I'm politically inept. Yeah, I, mean, I would say I am too. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think... I, I think part three was probably the episode I enjoyed the most because like, I think, yeah, when they had that whole, like, they're on stage doing the thing at the committee and, like, I thought it was fun. Like, Sarah Jane's in the background hiding and then everyone's the trying to take out. out Tom and he, like, yeah, and then, like, he ducks down, they yeah. go flying over the top exactly. of him. Exactly. Like, we had this scene and then the brig finally comes in with, like, a gun and all, mm. the, all the unit soldiers. Like, you know, I think that was interesting. Yeah, like, you know, this robot who's being... Uh, against his will or i guess their will per se because it's a robot mm-hmm. i think it's an interesting story um it's very king kong at the end did you get that you that read my mind it just is like I, that Damn was clearly it. the the draw of it <sighs> i like was a- gonna be so clever because i pick up sarah jane and put him on the they like put in her the Empire the State Building with the yeah. All the okay. soldiers are trying to take down the robot, who's just an innocent. Wow, I thought I was so clever. Just an innocent in being the, caught up in humanity's mess. Aiden, I don't know if you got the parallel with uh, King Kong, mm. but you know, I was going to be the smart guy. Well, oh, I got in there first, Mister Intellectual over here. Have you ever seen the um, Peter Jackson King Kong? When I was a kid, with but Jack I can Black? I can yeah. tell you it now. Fair enough. What what do you think of all this storyline though with the robot? Is, did it work for you? Was it too thin for you? Too simple? Oh, look, it's classic Who. I think I I I think I enjoyed it. It wasn't terrible to watch. I watched uh, part one on one day, part two yesterday, half of part three yesterday. Watched half of part three today and four today, so I I, I I spread it out a couple of days, but I found it I found it fine. It wasn't too much. Like, it's, it's fun. It does the job for like a regeneration story. It does. Do you know it's so funny? I feel like you know when you're a kid and you hear the bell go for like recess or lunch. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt when every time the credits roll and you hear the, <laughs> it's like it's 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 the call to arms. Like yeah. I had I had a break. Mm-hmm. I can. I won't have to watch an episode till the next day, you know, like that kind of thing. Thank Christ. It can be a lot sometimes. It can be a lot. But it can. enjoyable. Like, I'm glad I'm doing it. I know people will be like, you know, why are you saying that and still watching it and mm. all that kind of thing. Because I love the show and I think you really do get, you really do, I think in the long run you get more out of it, but it can be hard to watch sometimes, like yeah. for sure. It's this an old one was show. definitely like a faster paced serial though, which I definitely. thought was good. It didn't feel like it dragged for me. You know how you always say every classic serial is one episode too long? I thought this one was actually like, kind of perfect for a four-parter. It was could have been a three-part. <laughs> hey, it, I always got to say it. It was fun, and there was like lots of action in there, lots of cool little set pieces, even down to the crazy VFX of the end. That uh, was cool. Yeah, it was all. It's pushing boundaries, and I love that about Doctor Who. It was always pushing boundaries. Like it was, it was being its own thing, and we loved that about it. What do you think of Dudley Simpson's score? I currently have like the little robot theme song in my head that Dudley Simpson. Dun, what an interesting dun, name. Dun, 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 I dun. can't say I picked up on anything, but I appreciate composers. I think they're very underrated. Yep. And um, don't be surprised if Aiden says on his next film he'll be doing the composure as well. I've, I've fired everyone. I'm doing it all myself. <laughs> 
in like garage band like <laughs> this thing could use some violin just some stock yeah i'll just get anything that's like license free now yeah you know when stuff's like 100 years old it goes license free or whatever i'll just start doing that or like how you can watch movies on youtube if they're over 15 years old remember we had that debate we're not going down that rabbit hole yeah um but yeah it's like our steamboat steamboat willie is like mickey mouse as a as a character <laughs> oh, is how now. you say rabbit hole yeah i know yeah do you, do you think that means like public domain that's what i'm talking about do you think that do you think that um in a hundred years of so three thousand and twenty three thousand and twenty that's not 100 years that's, that's, that's a thousand years, years away mate. i can't even process what civilization will be like then 2000 2000 what what you're going to 100 years in advance 1120 two, no, two, two, what uh, you want a thousand years in advance 2120 right people can repost our roast review and make money from it is that what you're trying to tell me you're saying that people are going to be still listening to our podcast in Bro, 100 that, years time that sweet teat of AdSense is mine. In my cold, dead grave, I will be taking that, that money AdSense. from you. All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah. Did you like the little miniature tank? That was actually I a like, real tank. I noticed it was a sculpture and I appreciate it. Mm. I ain't crazy. I, ain't, I know I know a sculpture when I see one. And yeah, I noticed I noticed it, yeah, I did. I saw my lunch break, I was eating um uh egg and lettuce sandwich mm-hmm. from uh Oh Oh Old, the Old things garage. that you tell us about on this podcast that nobody needs to know. No, well <laughs> wanted to let you know what, what I was doing when I was watching it. I was wondering that break. actually. when you said that I, I just thought what sandwich could Brown bread. A- right. I'm on a diet. So. Right, butter, no butter. Is there a diet if you've been doing it for like five months? It's just a lifestyle now. I mean, anything you eat is technically part of your diet. You are you eat <laughs> sandwich, egg and salad sandwich. Yeah, I um, guess I am an egg and. No, nah, I, I was watch. I was. I was watching while I eat my um, egg and lettuce uh, on brown bread. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's the tank. Yeah, I did. I was kind of like, do you ever do this? Do you ever do this? I, I know you got a girlfriend and stuff, which is which is like more helpful. But literally today, my dad was like. You know, I was going to go on a date on Sunday, but I, I cancelled it because I was oh. like, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but either way, but like my dad was like, oh, you know, like it's because you're like, you're really interested in Doctor Who and stuff like you're, you're focused on that. I was like, I'm not just focused on that. Like, you know, I, I'm focused <laughs> Connie, on other you things. Have, you don't have time for girls. You got to focus on Doctor Who. I think it's like, no, it's like, I, I'm focused on other things, but it's like today when I was just eating my lunch, watching classic Who, I was like maybe I am a bit of a fucking loser. Like, this is kind of lame. Like, I'm just eating I have these thoughts egg and lettuce regularly. sandwich on brown bread, watching mm. Doctor Who in, in a car park, just being like, this is how I spend my lunch breaks. Like, watching an episode from like, 40 years ago. It's kind of not, like, I don't think anyone, I, I remember thinking like, I don't think anyone in Perth right now, or maybe even Australia, is doing what I'm doing. Like, no one is in their car right now watching Doctor Who with an egg and salad sandwich on brown bread classic Who watching Robot yeah were mm. you doing that because that, that you're probably the only other person who would do that no I watched one with my breakfast this morning and then I watched one right before you got here to, to finish it off can I get your breakfast you can get my breakfast coffee mm-hmm. and yogurt no I've Shit. shaken things up the last two months because I'm all about like omelette trying to sort of be uh, 
more intentional about, I guess, what I eat, trying to make sure I'm giving myself energy but not wanting to eat uh, crap, you know? Not Loser. eating. So I've been eating wheat picks in the morning. I've been a wheat bix kid. Loser. I'm a wheat bix kid. Hi, Do they I- even have wheat bix outside of Australia? Yes. They're Do big, they? They're, they're huge in the UK. Wheat bix Yes. It's just like the, the Aussie, the advert for it just feels so oh, Aussie. I hate, I hate the... We're, you're a wheat bix kid. I hate I hate the um, play for Oz. It's like, I'm sorry. Why would I want to play for Australia? Mm. This, is, this is so... What are you on about? I don't know. I know the ad. I just don't know how it connects to... Uh, we no, just, but, are we just now talking about Australian advertising? No, one, one thing I will say, though, you know, you say that you ate wheat bix in the morning to what, energize yourself. Mm-hmm. You literally picked me up today and said, I'm so dead. So clearly the wheat bix ain't working, mate. Get they a new do work. I've been, I've been great all bloody week, mate. I just had a busy day. Connor couldn't comprehend, comprehend the idea that I was just sweaty and tired after I, work today. What do you mean, dink? I did comprehend You kept saying, it. no, Aiden, I think there's something more wrong. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just tired, mum. Sorry for caring about you. God damn it. Do you have any more thoughts on Robot? Uh, what do you think of Robot? Like the, the character Robot? I think at its time, it was amazing. I thought you'd find him cute. That's what I kept thinking. I did think I was, he was like, I bet cute. Connor thinks this guy's I, fucking cute. Uh, Hot. want to oil him up. I wanna, we might be having sex with robots in a few years. Who knows? But I want to go to Tanny on that pitch. Do you get that reference? I suppose he's got claws. I don't know how good a hand job it would be, but... <laughs> got to oil that shit up, man. Yeah, but it would hurt with the... Well, hopefully he doesn't fucking close his claws in that okay, time. I'm not... This, you know what is, does this isn't me trying to be like, let's have sex with a robot, but... I've seen it's a sin. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, um, what's the other... Uh, years and years. Right, true. That's the reference that I was making to... Ta- is it Tatane? Tatane? Tatane is the woman at the end of the universe. No, I'm, uh, I'm talking about the movie about a girl that fucks her car. A girl who fucks her car? Girl, Interesting. Okay, you don't know this one. This Does that drive my car? A couple of years ago. <laughs> nope. <laughs> a uh, girl who fucks her car? Yeah, Tatane? It's something like that. I haven't seen it. It's been on my hit list for a while, but for some reason... She hit the car. You don't find it very often. What? On streamers in Australia. I wonder why. Mm. It sounds good, though. Hit yeah. the car. I might have to try Pornhub next. How do you reach <laughs> completion in, a, in an exhaust pipe? Mate, we're not going down this, this route. It makes you wonder a little bit. This is not the route. route. Makes you... Hey. hey. Um, uh, the robot... Yeah, are we still talking about this? Talking about or are we going to talk about what we watched this? In a second, we just got to finish Fuck up me. talking about okay. robot, mate. Huh? What, what else is there to say? I like the robot. I think it's a cutie. I think it's funny when the doc puts his hat over the robot's head. That's cute. And he like kind of tricks him. He's like, I've gone to sleep. And he wakes up and smacks it. Yeah, he smacks. That's, that that's cool. Two's cliffhanger. Yeah, but then they show yeah. that whole fucking scrap again at the end at the start. That of part was three. really. I know. I'm like, why did you? There was literally a minute and a bit. Of, they always show like 15, 20 seconds. Like, but this than was a longer. This, this was yeah. so much longer. Yeah. It was Do you know in thing. Trial of Time Lords, the robot that has a suitcase, and it when it leaves the in the first part of Trial of Time Lords, the big robot that's going to leave and it has a suitcase. It's remember. like it's it's packed up. It's ready to go. Oh. Josh, I know you're watching. I don't remember it. You remember that. It's <laughs> such a loser, Aiden. How do you, how do you not remember that? You know what looked shit? Was when they couldn't get the uh, gun into the robot's hand properly for the end of part three. What is this? The, the Is this the topic figures into Joe Martin's Doctor's hand? <laughs> have you seen that? Character. character. Have you seen that? Yeah. When I promise it fits. 
You're I'm selling, convinced. You're selling this product. Right, just reshoot it, Stop you fucking, fucking idiots. going down a rabbit hole. I'm not going down a rabbit hole. It's like, just reshoot. Did anyone else see that? Yes, everyone did. It's been did anyone Twitter. see it? It was fucking annoying. The robot gets big gun in his hand. Yes. But the I'm... big gun just is limp the whole time he's holding it. It just is yeah. like flopped over. Aiden, don't you think you're boring people a little bit? Oh my God. All right, let's talk more about character <laughs> options, Joe Martin, and how the, the toy gun doesn't I, I fit just in the think toy's hands. I just think it's bizarre that they didn't reshoot it. Like, are they that busy? I think it was meant to be like a gag, but it just ends up being like, all right, character. I promise it Why fits. Why don't you sell these fucking figures in Australia, mate? Is that me with... Your okay. cock. What, uh, <laughs> what do you think of the professor? <laughs> this is my last thing. This is my last thing. Cut that. What do you think of the professor? Uh, that that be me on a bad hair day. Is that real hair? Is that like? Do, do you think like maybe he the the actor like just combs it down? I don't know. That hair, it, dude, it literally be like insane. Like it's like Josh Snares. Can you that please make look good. top five hairstyles in Doctor Who as a YouTube video, please? Well, and have the professor in there explain the history. Is it his real hair or fake? We'd love to know. Thanks, to ask Josh. you a question. Yep. I was thinking about this the other day where I was, what was I watching? Uh, no, it was robot. It was robot. There's a character who had like, you know, they say it's like an egg with sideburns where like the top is bald, but they have the hair that goes around the back. Right. I have thought about this a few times in my life. I don't want to be bald, but if I ever have that where like I have no hair on top and I'm just going around the side, oh, just go bald. Don't. Why do people keep it? Like I'll be bold eventually because I'm I'm like thin on the sides here. You won't be, Aiden. You're fine. I will be. No, I've got my granddad who I look the most about, look the most like, uh, went bald in his twenties, I think. So no, I might be fine. bald next year. Well, next year. No, I'm very thick up top, but the sides are definitely slowly, especially when it grows out. I just had a haircut two just, days ago. Just keep so getting, just keep getting tell. an uppercut. That's it. Well, I think your hair is. I like your hair because it's quite. Uh, it's unlike mine. It's like mine's, mine's quite curly. And either way, this wasn't an attack at you. I'm mm. just saying, like, if it if it ever does go around the sides, I personally would. Mm. I don't know. It's like, does that look like? Surely you ain't getting pussy like that. Just saying. Okay, Connor. Right. I'm just, yeah, you asked my opinion about it. Shall so. we? I don't think I did. I, I, I think I just asked you. Did you like the professor? But that's okay. I. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, but his was also, like, his was, like, curly. Like, that. that's what I would be like if I... It was hot, though, wasn't it? Let's just admit it. It was It was hot. It's certainly a look. And those glasses? Oh, my God. So hot. That's a stereotype that most scientists are virgins, and I'm, I'm not there for it. Okay, well, um, on that note, mm-hmm. <laughs> seeing as we've... <laughs> done so much of this already we're going to talk about more 50% of the podcast the non-Doctor Who stuff we're going to talk about some films and media that we've watched I guess lately it's been a while it's been like four months since we've done this segment because we've been so good and so Doctor Who focused I'm so interested to hear about the eight films you watched in Japan Connor let's do what the boys watched this it's usually this week what the boys watched this last four months so interested to hear the eight movies you watched in japan the eight movies i watched i'm just in gonna japan. repeat myself yeah go on that's, well, that's what we do on this show 
Aiden's um, getting up his letterbox because he's a fucking loser. Uh, yeah, I actually am. As you can see, follow me on letterbox. I'm Aiden Green. A lot of people have asked me to get letterbox. I have not gotten it because I think it's for fucking losers. So it's good fun. Um, I watched a lot of movies in the back end of last year, so there's no way that I'm going through all of them. You can just um, you can list them. You don't have to get into all of them. Just list what you watched. Do you want me to list from where? Just. List what you've watched. If you want to say a quick sentence about one of them, you can. Where should but, I be listing from? Uh, November, December. I every don't know. every movie from November. Well, whatever. There's a few miniseries in here. Home Alone. Okay. Whatever, I know. All right. From from November, I watched. Um, these are all movies, unless specified otherwise. Mm-hmm. Elemental, Children of Men, The Killer, Looper, The Rat Catcher, which is one of Wes Anderson's short films for Netflix, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, mm. Years and Years, which is obviously the TV series written by Russell Russ T. Davis, yep. It's a Sin, obviously TV series yep. written by Russell T. Davis, Cucumber, Doctor Who, The Daleks in Colour, Doctor Who, The Star Beast, Arrival, Napoleon, Doctor Who, Blue Yonder, This Is Now December, Doctor Who, The Giggle, Home Alone, Before Sunrise, Love Actually, which I saw in concert, which was a vibe. Uh, before sunset before midnight and this before trilogy mate i fucking love i cannot praise them enough all year i watched uh, before i watched before sunrise and before sunset for the first time um and then i went to watch the third one which is the last one called before midnight and the day i went to watch it it got erased from stan i was like fuck me but apparently the copy was shit anyway so i'm glad you watched it on well that that's the thing the I, render um, was apparently fucking pants i um yeah, I, I love those first two so much that on, on the old Christmas list, I put on the, the Criterion Collection Blu-ray set, which all had new film renders from the first two films, which um, look incredible on Blu-ray. So I rewatched all three of them. And Before Midnight, whilst the first time I watched it, I really liked but didn't love. Now I fucking love it. And it might even be my favorite of the three, which I think is uh, extremely controversial. Um, then I watched Leave the World Behind, which is a film absolute shit house. So shit. Directed by I Did fucking, you watch it? Yeah, I hate that movie. I hate it. It's and the thing it's is, so do you know who directed it? The director of Mr. Robot, Sam Esmail. Yes, yes. And so I was so excited. Yeah, and my, and and it's Mr. got your boy in it from the Before trilogy. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's in it as well. Ethan Hawke's in it. And yeah. the thing is, I thought it was so fucking awful. One I of my best it. mates, who is a massive Mr. Robot fan, he's kind of the only guy that I have. That has watched Mr. Robot. Fergus. Fergus, yeah. yeah. And we sort of watched it together and it was our thing. He loved it. He hit me up about this movie and was like, you have to watch it. It's so good. And I watched it and was like, I, I don't hate it, but it's so fine. Like, my, my, my dad started it and then he was like, oh, let's restart it so you can watch it with mum. And I sat down and watched it. And I, I, I literally spent like a week complaining about that movie. <laughs> I thought it was so shit. Um, on Christmas Eve, I watched Before Midnight again. Wait. Um, that was only six days after I watched it the first time. Um, then on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day morning, uh, we w- I watched the the Benedict Cumberbatch, The Grinch, just uh-huh. as like background viewing. It's yep. fine, does the job, you know. Uh, then Church on Ruby Road. Last movie I watched in 2023 was Past Lives. I watched it on the plane, um, and I loved it. Uh, it was everything I wanted it to be. Past Lives? Google, well, I, that rings a bell. Yeah, it, it's um, got a, a little bit of Oscar buzz, um, but it's more on the after sun side where it's like sort of a subtle Oscar buzz. Is that one they have a stone? No, 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 no. It's um, sort That's, of, it's like half uh, South Korean, half American. Um, that rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's had a lot a lot of buzz about it. It's directed by Celine Song, um, and is is incredible. It's like yeah, half foreign language, half English speaking. So it's like a it's a good mix, and I'm I'm really excited to rewatch it again on on a big home screen rather than just on a little 
plain screen. I don't think that does it the service it deserves. First movie I watched in January 2024 was Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, which is one of my favorite movies I've seen in a long, long time. Have you heard of that movie before? It is literally about like a toy shell that has shoes on. Um, and it's so funny and so charming. Um, it's like, I think it's A24's first kids movie. And it's fucking amazing. Like, it's you should watch it. It's so lovely. It's like a fake documentary vibe. I don't want to say it's a mockumentary because that just makes you feel like modern family I'll these ha- days. I love how uh, A24 is like making their first kid film. It's like, yeah, every A24 film is like fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, 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 you finish an A24 film and you question what you just, why you're even on this earth and how someone came up with something so <laughs> fucked up as that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so continuing on through January, uh, I then watched Scrapper, which is a lovely little sort of indie-ish um, uh, English film. It's quite short, but some of the best performances from a child I've seen in a really long time. It's it's really worth a watch. Uh, then watched May December, which a lot of people love. I liked, but wasn't blown away by it like a lot of people were. Uh, then I watched How to Have Sex, which uh, was very insightful. Uh, no. How to have sex? Uh, no, but ser- that's a film. Yes, and seriously, I've it, never heard of that. It's a very impactful film. Um, talking about it actually, with what it's about, it is about um, some girls on a holiday right after school, and one of them gets sexually assaulted, and it is is Christ on a bike. is very real and very impactful. Oh, and um, okay. I was left thinking about this movie for a really long time. People think about the end of May December quite a lot because it's got like a plotty thing at the end and blah blah blah. The emotional way of how to have sex had me thinking about it for like two weeks Jesus after I watched Christ. it. Like then I watched, uh, I got around the hype and I finally watched Saltburn. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Yeah. Which actually worked for me. I I thought after all the hype and how it's like a TikTok frenzied movie, I thought this probably isn't going to be for me. I actually really liked it. I, I really fucked with it. It's like a four out of five stars for me. Do you like calm licking? I love licking calm, mate. Um, I haven't seen it. Please, no one soundbite that. Um, uh, do your job and I think it is you know I was a bit sad to see it not in the Oscar noms for best cinematography put it that way who gives a fuck about the Oscars bro I thought it looked beautiful all little narcissists speaking of Oscar noms the most Oscar bait movie of the year Babby no I then went and watched Maestro Maestro is the most Oscar bait oh, movie of the Bradley year. Cooper's film. Directed by Bradley Cooper, starring Bradley Cooper, and mm. for our Doctor Who listeners that are still listening, Car- Carrie, Carrie Mulligan, Mulligan, who um, we know played Sally Sparrow Mrs. in Blink. Blink herself. Look, it's good. But it's uh, so wanky. The first hour is so wanky. I really like the second hour. It gets so... M- I, I, here's my um, uh, letterbox review for it, because I, I thought it was pretty hit the nail on my head with what I thought about it the first hour plods along filled with oscar bait sequences which isn't necessarily a bad thing but they draw attention throughout cooper and mulligan are phenomenal i seriously hope they get some recognition over the next few months but in the end my story was a film of two halves an hour of in-your-face filmmaking that somehow grinds by at a snail's pace followed by an hour of cooper's more subtle directing that goes by in the blink of a teary eye so the, fir- the first hour is, is like, blah, it's so crazy filmmaking stuff. And then the second hour is like way more subtle and interesting. What? You're so... That... Okay. You, this is why I don't like Letterboxd. Goes away in a teary eye. Well, I... No, well, what are you, insane? A lot of my reviews are then more fun. But that one Goes I just had a bit in to a say. Teary eye. Okay, I fucking used to write for a media outlet. Oh, Can you tell? The um, last... The last okay. act goes well, away in a teary eye. Then I was... Who the fuck are you talking to right now? Then I watched Theatre Camp, and my review is simply My Childhood on Film. Cool. 
Well, you um, did go away on a theatre camp. Theatre camp is a lot of fun. I really like the theatre camp. It's a really good independent um, American comedy. Um, then I watched Are anyway, You There, I God? Wa- no, I'm, <laughs> I'm all, you asked for all the movies. I want to... I, I, I love you. I and love then you, I watched ahead. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which is good Oh, fun. yeah. That, that's the director of Edge of Seventeen. Yeah. I prefer Edge of Seventeen, but this is still a fun movie. Do you appreciate the fact that I know that? Yeah, sure. A lot of people I mean, I knew that going into that. it. And then uh, the last movie uh, that I have seen... Um, I lie. I almost finished watching Amazing Spider-Man last night, but that's the whole thing. Um, but the last yeah, movie... that about? That was weird. Just why not? Emma you Stone. sent me a snapshot of Emma Stone. And I was like, why are you watching this? Why not? Um, but the last proper movie that I have finished watching this month has been Women Talking, which I missed in 2022 when it had all the Oscar buzz. Or 2023, yeah. You're so woke, Aiden. Women Talking. I know. How dare I want... Is that the film about Holly Weinstein? No, that was um, he. She said something yeah. like that. Right. Um, no, this this is um, written and directed by Sarah Polly. Aiden's super woke. He so woke. I just watching. wanted to watch it so I could be woke. Great. So I've I've got seven minutes to say what I watched. Thanks, Aiden. You, you do. Like, you Sorry, had like, you had like twenty minutes. Um, but women talking very very good. All right, it's all about you. Yeah. Um, well, you know. All right, Connor, um, the film expert, tell me. <laughs> well. I don't know, I suppose on, on Christmas Day I watched Wild Yonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boxing Day I watched Judgment Ruby Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I'm watching, I've been really enjoying True Detective Season 4. I have mm-hmm. not seen Season 2 and 3 because I've heard they're a piece of shit. I've heard that too. From and you. From, for a bit of... Um, a bit of context uh season every season of true detective is a different story different characters mm-hmm. to make it more complicated season four has connected to season one in in slight ways so but, confused can't no, 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 it don't get I too confused no i can't no, do it i'm too no, confused christopher eccleston is in Con- season four. Oh, now i'm confused now i can't handle he it he has a sex scene i have seen chris reckerson's bum <laughs> and i have seen chris reckerson's cum face it was quite... I literally, that was Monday night, watching Chris Rosen fuck Jodie Foster. I literally was on my couch like, this is my childhood actor. Like, how, literally, my hero. How is that seeing, not in posting yet? Seeing... I don't know. I literally was like, seeing Chris Rosen's bum and his cum face, it was insane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think season four is actually really good. I think it brings back... I think... What made season one really good was the supernatural elements. It was not a huge part. Like, it wasn't a supernatural show. It's very much like The Surprise, which Aiden gave up watching because he's a fucking idiot. No, I'll get to it. I just, Uh, I'm too millennial for The Sopranos. You know, Sopranos also has supernatural elements, which I think were super interesting. You can read into it. Similar to True True Detective season four and season one. Um, I watched Ted season one. The, uh, The comedy which Aiden, when I told Aiden I watched it, she's like, I heard a lot of people say it wasn't very good. I have not heard anyone say that. I think I've heard everyone say positive things about it, Aiden. No, well, I've not been searching out reviews for it. So it's just things I've seen online and stuff like that. So I've heard everyone say they love it. You know, I'm, a bit of a, I'm a bit of a Seth MacFarlane fan. I, I, don't, I don't like Family Guy. I, I like Seth. I think he's a great singer. You know, I think this show actually has been funny and it I think it tackles you know it, it's set in like the past and I think it tackles interesting topics such as racism and homophobia I know you never would think cool. that That's from good. Ted but I think it tackles that uh, I watched The White Lotus season oh, one oh okay it's which, a very yellow show 
It is very yellow. I hate how yellow it is. Have you watched it? Uh, no, I've just seen bits of it, and it's it's very yellow. Season one is very yellow. Just season one? Well, season two is set in Italy, so season one is is Hawaii. So, so they went Hawaii. Uh, similar, yellow. To, similar to similar to uh, True Detective, it's different characters. Okay. Oh. Okay. And different story. Cool. Well, two characters from season one come out. So when they go to Italy, that. Italy's not yellow. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that. I think I think it did get a bit too yellow for me. Mm. But um, I don't like yellow. You hate Breaking Bad then and Bear Cold Soul. <laughs> um, I I I think it did get a bit yellow. But seriously, uh, um, uh, White Lotus season one. Recommend. amazing cool absolutely incredible so great the pacing is fantastic Starbeast could learn a few things from that mm, i bet um the creator writer director uh mike white who mm. i have loved since school of rock right Jeez. school of rock he made that film and he's mm. in it he's a dweeb in that he plays in it he plays sarah, sarah silverman's uh boyfriend crazy he kills it. I, I think that show is absolutely incredible. Like I, I watched it in like a week. It keeps you on the edge. I'm watching season two now. It's set in Italy. Uh, really enjoying it. But uh, yeah, obviously I've been watching Classic Who. Uh, I, I watched a lot of The Simpsons. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curb. I've been watching a bit of Curb. Ooh, yeah. Well, like final, Curb. final season airs next month. So, you know, I've been watching a couple of episodes here and there. Just get ready for the final one. Let's curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. You ever going to watch all 12 seasons? No, but I I do like bits. It's one that I'll happily, not that I sit there on TikTok, but in this example, I'll happily see clips of it. Because I think the clips are funnier than watching a full 20 minute. It really, unfortunately, I'm a bit more like Larry David than I would wish. I know people are like, oh, Larry's so funny. But like actually being a Larry. Larry's a goofball. But like. People don't like Larry for a good reason. And I think I actually kind of am like that. I was saying this to my dad today. I'm like, every time I go out, something happens. Yeah. Right. There's always a thing I say or do that causes a scene. You always find people like you'll even, even fucking Crispy will break this up. When we went uh, out to a lovely pub with, uh, with Crispy when they were in town, um, mm. All of a sudden, you just brought a fucking posse of blokes you'd never met I before. I don't know what it is. And all of a sudden, they were like, oh, this one guy was like, I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen Doctor Who. Um, my friend was telling me to watch this one on Mars with, with the water. And and then, like, within 20 minutes, they're all subscribed to our podcast. Yeah, and I don't know what it is, Aiden. I, I had this thing with people down the pub and, like, well, just life. Like, I can't help it. I just... I caused a bit of a scene. I... This is... I want to say this for a while on the podcast. I, 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 I generally hope you don't. This isn't a joke. I, I generally am like um, neurodiversion. <laughs> like this isn't a, this isn't a joke. Mm-hmm. Like I am autistic. Mm-hmm. Like Aiden's laughing. How dare you? How is- I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I generally am, and I think it can cause um, shit scenes. You know, and obviously, I, you know, I like to go to the pub, I like to drink, and you know. That kind Get of thing crazy. goes a bit interesting with that kind of thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm in therapy, and so that's how I found out that I was. And it's like, yeah, I, I think it does cause an interesting time, but um, but fun, but it's fun. Mm. Yeah, I did watch uh, Fargo season one as well. I've rewatched that with um, Martin, uh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, yeah, it's His American accent. It's so good. It's such a good Billy season. Billy Yeah, yeah, 
it's so like it's an incredible show um and i've for some reason loved season one when it came out but never continued like true detective it's an anthology series so every series is a different cat uh cast and everything um, and for some reason i never got around season two despite hearing that season two is the best season so now i'm gonna i watched the season two premiere i'm gonna i'm gonna watch all of it now because it, apparently it's it's good every season there's five seasons season four is apparently a bit meh but one two three and five are great this year will you watch season one of true detective yeah it's been on my radar for ages. probably the best one of the best shows i've it. ever seen i'll fucking do it okay and sopranos I'll you have two it. to hear i'll do it baby all right connor um what would you rate robot out of 10 uh 6.5 yeah, okay. Fair. I'm going to give it a 7. 0.5 more than I gave... Um, Auton. Tear the Autons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think seven's good for me. I, I enjoy it. I think it, it, it's a great introductory story for Tom. Not a great introductory story for Harry. Who? 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 Harry who? who? Harry Houdini. Who's Harry? Yeah, Houdini himself. All Is that it? That's it, my man. What a That's good wrap up. What a, what a crazy episode. That's a crazy. Right, we cheers. didn't get the same score, but I will fist pump you out of Solidity. We can't. We'll, we'll do that. Five. We'll do that. Out of Solidity. Uh, yeah, thanks for all the love. Love you guys. See you next week for uh, Revenge of the Savine. That's right. We're going back to Sarah Jane Adventures next week, so we'll be doing Revenge of the Savine. Very keen to rewatch that. Um, thanks so much for watching, everybody. If you can't tell, this has been our first drinking episode of the year. So I didn't know so. Lots of fun. Um, that was a great episode. Good episode of the pod, man. All right. It's... Aiden, Aiden and and and, and, and co- co- uh, podcast. podcast, and we're doing, I think, Doctor Who reviews. If we're not talking about, and we're doing other stuff, Doctor Who reviews. reviews I think, yeah. Do do, ba do ba do, do do do, do do do. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think that's that's good. That's that's a good uh, spot to end it. The camera's cut out, so I think that's when we we just end. It worked pretty well. <laughs> <laughs>